and you're live. Go. It's all you. Welcome to Denim and Pearls. My name is Dr. Maras. We are Denim and Pearls. We are business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the porch. And my name is Brian. Yes. You forgot to tell him that. Oh my gosh. Start uh -oh. over, scratch it's, it. Scratch it, start over. <laughs> so today's topic is, you're so vain. You probably think this topic's about you. <laughs> That's about the truth of it. It kind of will be. Uh-huh. There we go. I couldn't find the title. There we go. Okay. You're so vain. Because here's the thing. We think when we think vain people, right? We do. Uh -huh. Oh, that person just loves themselves so much. But what Brian and I were talking about earlier is we're all vain. When something happens, let's say you're in business and so-and-so does insurance, so-and-so does insurance, and so-and-so does insurance, and they take number two and not you. You do, oh, how dare they? Don't they know I'm the best? You know, or it's the other side of it. Or, What's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? What did I do to tark them off? Exactly. So uh -huh. that is a vain statement. But isn't there, don't they use another word these days for vain? Isn't there like an updated politically correct term now? Conceited. Well, that's one, but I don't think that's the word I'm thinking of. Uh, that it, is definitely, that's, so, I don't know. I want to say it starts with an E. Egotistical. Yes, isn't that, isn't that the word that gets used all the time? Yeah, you are so egotistical. Yes. I can see that. Anyhow. But, but anyways, you're so vain. So what, what about your life and your business? We'll go to life later, but in your <laughs> business where you forget that it's not about you. Your business is not about you. Your business is about how you serve. Mm-hmm. I, well, serving, uh, when you say that, the way you said that, the first thing I think of is I was taught a long time ago, or it was brought to my attention, that if you build a McDonald's on the corner, not everybody that drives through that intersection is stopping to see Why you. Why not? <laughs> so you have to think about it that way. We've also talked about, too, that, you know, you network, and I happen to be one of those guys that Oh, Brian knows everybody and everybody knows Brian. Well, I walk into a Walmart one day and don't see anybody that I know. I have to now realize I don't know everybody in town. All by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> but we seem to think a lot of times that if somebody doesn't do something, like maybe they don't return an email promptly. Okay. We have a tendency to start overthinking it and thinking we did something wrong. It was all about me. Now that person's mad at me. They're never going to talk to me again because I, wait a minute, I scrolled back through the text and I said something that could be mistranslated. And all it happens to be is they were taking a nap that day and they didn't get around to their emails until or their, their messages until the next day. Yeah, pretty simple. It's like this morning, for instance, Brian's like, well, you never, you never, I never saw that email between you and uh, between me, you and so on. So I, yeah, I, I sent it yesterday. Well, I never saw it. And so, <laughs> yes, well, did you do it in Messenger or did you do it on a text? I said, text. And he goes and he looks and he goes, oh, oops, there it is. Yeah, well, the thing of it is, is I thought you sent it yesterday. I did. I was pretty confident you did, but I never actually went and scrolled through my text to see if it was there. So, mm -hmm. how many times have you thought, oh my But gosh, I wasn't blaming it on what, you, so I wasn't being vain at that moment. No, that wasn't it. It's just that there's a lot of people who do. Well, so-and-so never, never returned my text, so they must not text them again. It's yeah. kind of simple. Bring it back to the top. I mean, I've right now, one of the trends on social media is they do, we'd like to sell you a bridge into Timbuktu, and I don't respond. 
And then I get another message just so this will come back to the top of your box. I just want to know if you want to buy a bridge to Timbuktu. And so mm -hmm. I write back no. And then I get 15 other questions. So yeah, now yeah, I yeah. stop answering. So remember, sometimes when you are asking questions, if they don't want to answer you, it could be because you're trying to sell them a bridge to Timbuktu. Stop right. selling people when you haven't even met them yet. Just stop that stop yeah, because yeah. that's an egotistical thing on my side because I always do. Now, what are they going to sell me? All right. right. Don't you that, do that? Well, don't you, uh, you know, the old saying, don't try and sell a salesman. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't recognize that old saying, don't try to sell a salesman because the rest of that story is because that salesman is going to sell you. Mm -hmm. That is, I mean, nobody ever finishes it off with that second part. Mm -hmm. So if you're a salesman trying to sell me, guess what? I'm going to sell you in the long run on something that I am not even there to buy. <laughs> Just because I can. I've done that, actually, where someone was selling mm -hmm. me something. And in the middle of a conversation, I'm like, you know what? You would do really well with some speaker coaching. Mm -hmm. And then I turned the whole conversation back to me. Yeah, exactly. But it's not all about you either. That's what we're talking about is you're so vain. It's, it's, yeah, we got to bring it back. The thing is, we're all so vain. We always think things all are about us. And that's mm -hmm. the thing is we are, as humans, we always reflect it onto ourselves. And I said it in the talk earlier this week mm -hmm. is when, you, well, I just forgot what I was going to say. Stop thinking it's about you and you should be there to give. And when you think that someone's attacking you or you don't like something in that person, usually what you don't like about that person or the business is it's something you. about you so if you say well they're not prompt enough they don't answer me soon enough it's one of your weaknesses that's why you see it and you don't mm -hmm. like it because it's a flaw that you have that you can't fix so you want someone else to fix it why because it's easier to fix other people's problems than your own and you another thing too i, I just thought about it as we were sitting here and you were discussing this if you go on to because one of the big things for with networking is doing one-on-ones must sit down with somebody and tell your story and they tell their story and stuff like that and it was actually brought up in a, in a meeting here recently but if you go into a networking meeting and you walk out going that person is just so self-centered that means it wasn't a good meeting oh yeah you know because there are certain people who if you walk out yourself and go that was an outstanding most awesome meeting i've ever had chances are you ran your mouth too long and the other person was tired of hearing you they walked off not liking you and you walked off thinking they're your best friend because all you talked about was you exactly so there's got to be in in the one-on-one -on -one or the you know the group kind of thing there's got to be balance there's got to be conversation I, I i saw it last weekend in um the karaoke event we did you know there was different conversations going on and a lot of times i stepped back even though i'm a front forward person as you know i also have a tendency to step back and watch when you see me in a big group, I'm usually in the back. Yeah, and it, it, it's so much more fun that way because then you you can literally pick and choose who you want to talk to. Yeah. You know, you can. It, it's like remember back in the day when we used to go to the mall and people watch. We still do. Well, most of us don't. I do that airports actually. Airports, you do it in the airport, but we used to do it in the malls. We used to go to the malls and just people watch, just to see what their characters were like and who would maybe sit down with you and have a conversation. So, are you vain? Catch yourself. Oh, I thought you were asking me. No, I'm asking you out there. Are you vain? Catch yourself. When you start thinking so-and-so doesn't like me or why didn't they do this or what did I do wrong? You're inside you. 
Let it go. And I will, I will say that it's hard to do. Oh, it's Be, it, it goes against our nature to think that it's not our fault. It's human nature. Yes, it is our human nature to think that way. So it's really hard and difficult to go to bed at night and sleep when you think something's your fault and just ignore it until the real answer shows itself. And if you really think it's your fault, go talk to the person. <laughs> but Clearly. maybe it is your fault. <laughs> yeah, go talk to the person. They might say it is your fault. Otherwise, <laughs> don't worry about it. But you're so vain. We were singing that on earlier and it's like, you probably think this song is about you. Well, a lot of people think a lot of situations are about them. Yeah. We might get people to watch this just because of the title. Yeah, maybe. Because they think that this, the video is going to be about them. <laughs> Even though it's not about you, it's about them. But it's not about them because it's about you. <laughs> it's always about everyone else. Because to someone else, you are the them. Uh-huh. Well, it's like driving through town. All these stupid drivers. You realize you're one of them, right? You might not be talking about yourself at that moment. Oh, I, but... I, I'm so guilty about that. So I don't like tight places. So I don't like cars in the row. If there's cars in the row, I will move to the other lane. Well, in this instance, there were like five cars and three of them were trucks. So I moved to the right lane to get away from them. As soon as I moved to the right lane, when the trucks moved into the lane, I just moved to get away from them mm -hmm. and then blocked both lanes. And Brian's like, you're still going to make it on time. I do. I know, but I don't like people in front of me. It's all about me. That's because she I'm thought she was in so a hurry and vain. she wasn't. Yes, I wasn't in a hurry. But we were two a, minutes late, yeah. even though I was a little wrong at that point. But we were two minutes, three minutes late. But that's the thing is we are all guilty about it. It does not matter how evolved of a human you are, whatever you think. We are all guilty of it's all about me. And that's why when you're speaking, when you're doing any sales call, whenever you're working with any potential client, it's not about what you want to tell them. It's what they need Watch you. Here. Okay. What they need from you. So for a lot of networking means you'll hear people say, well, I'm the cook, the baker, the cannibal stick maker, and da, da, da. And they do, well, uh, okay. And they do, well, this is how you make candles. And this is how I, I make, I do plumbing. Oh, and this is how you make a cake. And they give details of everything. Don't give details of everything. Find out what the other person wants from you. They may say, honestly, I only want to know how to make a, a cupcake. Oh, well, then you can focus yeah. more on that. You see? Well, Don't it, dump on people, especially when they say, what do you do? Find out what they need. It's taken me a long time, and it did. I honestly, when I started first, first started networking, it took me a long time to learn how to not throw up on people. Okay, not to throw up all that information that I've got buried in my head and give you 20 minute lecture when I could tell you in three seconds what it means. Okay, I do life insurance and investments. The rest of it, you're going to come to me and ask that that's where I've left it. And when I say I do life insurance and invest investments, I know immediately whether you're interested in or not. Okay, it doesn't really matter if you're not interested, because I can carry on a conversation about cars at that moment. But if you ask me what I do and I say, I do life insurance and investments, you know exactly what I do. I'm not using any trickery. And if you're interested, you're going to tell me. And he's a podcaster. Yeah. But I could say podcaster. I could say all this stuff. But So when you meet me, I tend not, I just say I'm an international speaker and author. I tend to not talk about my TV show, the podcast yeah. that we have, and, and how many books I have, and, and the music. I, I, there's so much. It's right. just too much. So, well, we're a microwave society these days. The 30-second elevator spit, 
spiel, pitch, whatever you want to call it, is effective if somebody, if you've got the time and you're having a casual conversation, the 30 second is great, but it comes down to a one-liner. It really does. How can you express yourself, show people that this is what you do instantly and they can make a decision and then you can move on from that. that, And remember, people don't do business with the business. They do business with you. Right. So when they ask you or when you do your 30 second spiel, it's not you want to regurgitate everything you do. You want to say something that makes them want to come talk to you. Right. Okay. A lot of times we're in the room and there's six insurance agents. Okay. Or six, 20 real estate. Not the room we were recently in. No, but Oh my goodness. It was like 30 out of 40 that were. But that's the thing is that you'll go into a state, let's say if you're a real estate agent, there's a whole bunch of realtors in that room. They don't need to know about all the different funding and the rates are going down. And no, they need to know that you're a real estate person that can help them, but then give your personality so they know why they want to choose you over all the other ones. It's a personality clip. So get out of your head. It's not about you. Don't be so vain work on working well you can be vain for that three seconds that you tell it well my thing is but you don't need to be vain for 30 minutes yes no what i'm saying is own what you know Mm -hmm. focus on the good things that you know you know that's the one you share you you know what i get the most um satisfaction out of i can't get no 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 Okay, well, we won't talk about Mick Jagger and Carly Simon in the same thing when we start a conflict here. Um, anyway, you, yeah, you're looking at me funny because Carly Simon supposedly rumored wrote that song about Mick Jagger. Oh, that was one of the individuals that was oh. on the list that nobody knows who she actually wrote it about. Okay. Anyway, That's a side note. Come yeah, on. that was def- definitely a side note. And now I forgot what I was going to say. Well, heck. I just had a brain injury. <laughs> and we're live and we are live but you're so vain i mean we always think that it's about us and it can make or break you in a situation oh you brought up a really good thing on stage the other day too that i thought was interesting and it was exactly the same thing not talking about yourself but learning about everybody else number one because it's about them, not about you. Yeah. It's always about them. The person that you're talking to, it's always about them. So if you actually sit and listen for two seconds, and especially that when you do a one-on-one, it's always best if the other person starts talking. Because if that's the case, if you can get them to start talking, and that's usually done by the uh, technique of questions, okay, let them start talking, and then they'll give you all the answers that you can give right back to them for your and actually a shorter way to say all that is you're so vain you probably think this is about you feed the other's person the other person's vanity yes talk about them ask about them you see that's the magic of you're so vain is remember everyone wants to hear their name and know more about how they are in the world, how wonderful wonderful they are. are. So whenever you catch yourself getting into your head of, oh my gosh, they don't like me, da, da, da. Start talking about them or Mm -hmm. asking about them and they will love you. Yeah. So if you look at one of the sales techniques, one of the very first things that they usually teach you in sales technique is to say something nice about the person. Oh, what a lovely blouse you have on. Oh, what lovely earrings you have. Oh, how amazing your shoes are. 
is talk about them because they want they have that same vanity that you have and you just want to turn around and give it back to them. And your bonus is, is that you're watching Denim and Pearl, so you know that we're all vain by nature and that you should go feed the other person's vanity. Mm -hmm. So think about this. I have to get into relationships real quick. So whatever relationship you're in, married, single, dating, uh, exclusive, whatever it is, wanting to date someone, make it about them and it will last much longer. Well, I think we all do. I really agree with you on that. However, we all make it about the other person in our first year. Oh, the honeymoon phase. That honeymoon phase. It's always about you, honey. It's always. And anything that you want, dear. Hey, sit up. Okay, yes, dear. Um, <laughs> it's always about them. You're, you're trying to impress that individual and you're taking them to the best dinners and you're, you're doing the... Oh, honey, what do you want to do this weekend? La, 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 la. And then after the first year. Yeah. <laughs> There's cold pizza in the fridge. <laughs> so if you can get through the flowery phase and keep the flowery phase going, that more power to you. If your relationship is, you know, 30 years and you're still Googling over each other, that's freaking awesome. Well, and that's the thing is that's what relationships are. Each person giving more to the about the other person each person uh giving the other person vanity time mm -hmm. but it's a ping pong match it's back and forth it's back and forth right. it's not i'm not saying make relationships uh all about vanity oh you've got a narcissistic person with you just feed into that i did narcissistic not was the word i was looking for earlier oh what does narcissistic mean it's a it's a it's actually a, um a medical term okay if you have a definition of that, put that in the comments for later on. But narcissistic, I'm so it's all about you, right? It's more than that, but yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because that's the only you don't hear the word vain it, anymore. It's an actual medical condition to be narcissistic. Really? Yeah. It's not just a, it's we, not just a punch word. Yeah, society uses it nowadays as a oh, you're vain. There's an actual it's a medical condition, narcissist. Okay. I just like, wanted to do you know where narcissist comes from? It's a Greek fable. Drugs, um, narcotics. Her, I think her name was Narcissus. Narcissus. Narcissus or something like that. Yeah, Narcissus. Basically, was so vain, thought she was so beautiful. And it might be a guy, actually. But he's looking in the water, and he catches his reflection in the water. And he's so intrigued by how beautiful he is that he gets closer and closer, and he wants to be so close to this beautiful person, which is himself. But he drowns because he's trying to get closer to this beautiful person. I did not That's know what that. narcissistic is. Narcissism is based on. They will, they will practically kill themselves to get all the attention they can get. Narcissism. So it's extreme vain, is what it is. It's ridiculous beyond vain on steroids. And, and it's and it's it's irrational love for self, basically. Well, I hear that term a lot lately about I left the guy because he was so, such a narcissist. No, he's probably just or an, an he's asshole. a political narcissist. <laughs> he's probably just an, an ass. But okay. narcissism is a term that is a medical term that is given by psychiatrists or psychologists. Well, thank yeah. you for that information, yeah. doctor. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm not that kind of doctor. Dr. So maybe now everybody also know what it means too. those of us that are. Yeah. Because yeah. how many times do you do that? I'm going to totally take this off yeah. guard. How many times do you do that? You think you know a word, then you look it up and it's like, oh, that's not what it meant. Or you hear it so many times, you try and translate it and you put it into its own definition. 
based on the things that you've heard. Yeah, a lot of people use words wrong. This is true. Yes. And narcissist is one of those ones that I list. I, it's like I'm trying to comprehend. Trying to comp now, you gave me a better definition of what you were talking about. So now I've been educated. Yeah. I've been educated. Yeah. So usually when I hear people say, "Oh, I was married to a narcissist," unless they were diagnosed as that, that's a medical condition. That's like saying, "No, that person's got Asperger's." Well, you can't tell that. That's kind of a you can guess, but that's not necessarily real. Or you know, I mean, it's. It's a medical term and it really is a condition. So be careful how you use that word and don't be so vain that you think you know all the words. Because <laughs> you think if, you know everything? Yes. And if you don't know, Google it. That's what we have these crazy walking computers for, you know, the ones that our teachers told us we would never have. Yeah, here they are walking around with the computer. You should learn your math because you never know when you're going to need it. Oh my gosh. I you should learn your English because you'll never know when. <laughs> and now you have to learn how to write because you're never going to have chat GT. Uh, G, what's that chat called? GPT. GPT. Yeah. No, learn how to write. It's still important. But no, but the thing is, it's about relationships is remember. Back and forth, love back and forth. They should be reciprocating the love, not all one sided. OK, and vice versa. You should not just be getting all the love and you never get anything back. And then you just get mad if they stop. They probably stop because you stopped. Remember, it's mm. not about you. It's about the other person and how you volley between life, good and bad, yes and no. Brian and I have been married to the same person, him with Julie and me with Michael for 30 years or more. And the thing is, is it's a give and take. There's good and bad. There's, there's ups and downs. That's why in marriage vows, it says for better, for worse, sickness and health. It doesn't say, well, you take this person in matrimony and everything's going to be great from now on. It never says that. So, Well, the only word that my wife took out of our our vows obey obey she's like no in hell i'm saying that <laughs> but i've been obeying we were we were on that verge of between old school and newer school you know where it was the men that when they got married they they were in charge that was that was the thing that was the way society was but we came along and that's where the wife says i'm not obeying you <laughs> The thing is, is we with us, it's we mutual obey each other. Yes, I would agree with that. And so it that's really kind of it. We 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 volley everything. It depends on how you translate the way translate the word obey. Yeah, and my thing is, I am such an A type personality that I have to pull back so I don't just run my poor husband over. But the thing is, is he is also an A type personality, a different kind. So he takes charge in some things. I take charge in other things. And the other things I don't like and other things he doesn't like. So we take the ones that the other one doesn't. We are yin and yang. I, I've been described as more of a pacifist. Oh. I'm, I'm so much easier. I'd rather somebody else just decide their own fate than me decide it for them. Ah. Does that make sense? Indecisive. Not indecisive because I have, usually I have my opinion. He always has an opinion. I always have an opinion. But when it comes to serious subjects, a lot of times it's a matter of letting others just make their own choice in what they're doing. And that is why I can't add that you are my friend. That's why he's my friend. I almost said Ken too, but that's why also Ken's my friend, is that they they both have strong opinions, but we can talk about anything. Right. Anything. Even say, Michelle, you have a booger in your nose. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's a friend. I do that one time in the last three years. 
<laughs> you a friend up. better. I want a friend to tell me if my slip is showing. I want someone to tell me. Don't say, "Oh, you look great." And it's something my hair is like sticking Hey, up. put your boobs back yeah, in. Please tell me, just like any good friend should tell you. So my thing is now: is remember, don't be feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up about it. But you're so vain. You probably think this show is about you. And it was. And it was. But it was also about us, too. So just remember, everyone is in their own head looking for what's in it for them. So speaking of what's in it for us. Okay. You're going to do yours first, and then I'll do mine? Yeah. Coming up, August 9 through 11, I'm having my unapologetic speaker camp. Click the one right below it. It's running. It's scrolling. Oh, it's a scroller. So the Unapologetic Speaker Camp is August 9th through 11th here in Colorado Springs. If you want to go to it, if you want to find out more about what is involved in the Unapologetic Speaker Camp, just go to www.michellemoraz.com. It will pop up and it'll say, do you want to improve your speaking skills or something? It'll be a purple box. You click it. And if you scroll to the bottom, it'll bring you to all the different packages that are occurring on the speaker camp. Now, the reason I'm saying that is another reason. friend of mine, actually one of my authors in Hold My Crown, pointed out, my speaker camp isn't for just people who want to get on big stages. It's for people to learn how to speak about what they do and what they love so they can present better, no matter Mm -hmm. what stage it is. If you can go on a big stage, you can go on a little stage, you can be on a podcast. You understand? So I'm training you to articulately answer even in a one-on-one conversation so that you can get the conversation going so you can learn more about the other person. Learn how to concise your message so that you can communicate better. The well, other so, thing I wanted to share is while you're on that subject, sometimes too, it helps you recognize what you don't see in your own business. Yes. Cause I point that kind of stuff out too. Yeah. It, it's like, you always have to have a coach. What's wrong with the coach in this case? Yes. Go ahead. And now the next thing I want to talk to you, cause it'll segue to what Brian's saying. I'm looking for Kings. I'm looking for men. For Hold My Crown, Men of Grit Share Stories of Vulnerability. And I would like to get this book published and out by September 1st because I want it at my magazine cover reveal in New York. And so if you're interested, I want you to write me. Go to my website and write me. So michellemoross.com. Or to take the shortcut route, you can write me right here on Facebook and say, Michelle, I really want to know more information. I'll send you the www drm360.com site and say, click at the big arrow on the bottom and it'll give you the list of everything I'm looking for speakers. And if you want to come to the speaker camp, go to that www.drm360.com and click events and it'll bring you to the unapologetic speaker camp. And one more, one more, I'm sorry. August 10th. You're so vain. Yes, I am. August 10th. (laughs) Write it on your calendar. If you're in Colorado Springs, come to the Buzz Crow Bistro. We are having the Amplifluence cocktail mixer for the Keep Smiling. I am gathering people from Colorado to take a Keep Smiling shot because I'm making a book of influencers of Colorado. So come to the Buzz Crow Bistro August 10th at, oh, about 6 p.m. And then uh, maybe be ready to come sing karaoke with us. And back to you. Oh, my. Anyhow, I'm putting together a compilation. I bet you didn't know this. And you didn't know this, right? <laughs> I'm putting together a compilation of those who have stories to share about their their search for their birth parents. He's looking for co-authors. Co-authors, yes. So if you've got a story where you search for your birth parent, no matter what the outcome, that's why we all have our stories. Or if you know someone, you know someone yes, yes, that's for sure. Uh, mine's a flowery little, nice little ending where I met mom and dad and everything worked out fine and yada, yada, yada. 
but there are other stories out there that are not so well. And or some in, of them where they were in between kind of, or somewhere in between. Yeah. Any of those stories about that search, the things that you were told on your search and what your outcome was. That's what I'm looking for. Thing is, is he's only looking for about 20 of you max. Mm -hmm. So make sure you write right here on Denim and Pearls or straight to Brian on his page, mm -hmm. but write soon because he's gathering authors and he's going to have to stop taking authors at 19 because he would be the 20th. Just saying. So have a great day, everyone. We want you to be the best version of you. Remember, we are all so vain. Just we need to know when to stop and let the other person be vain so we can learn more about them. Go be the best version of you. Be unapologetic. And until the next time, my name is Dr. Michelle Moraz. And I'm Brian Swanson. We are Denim Pearls. We are business casual with Pearls of Wisdom from the porch. TTFM. Talk Ta-ta for now. Oh, talk to Take you. Her. For, okay. Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Ta-ta for now. T-T-T-T-F-N. Ta-ta for now. Okay. Peace.